everybody. Welcome. It's Pastor Tim Karskatton here, Christian Center Shreveport, doing our daily podcast. And we released a word yesterday about how the Lord is reading the books of remembrance, our prayers of the past season. Today we want to talk about what that looks like in the heavenly, how the Lord views our intercession from past seasons to see a harvest of the presence. So glad you joined us today. I pray that you are having a wonderful Tuesday. It is the sixth day of February 2023, according here from North Carolina. We've been blessed to be working here with our children, our kids, and our grandchildren. And I'll be leaving uh, tomorrow, heading to Oregon. And we're going to be doing a conference up there in Harrisburg, Life Bible Church. We're so excited to be a part of that. Scott Hooper. One of my associates and I will be ministering a conference up there. So if you're in the Oregon area, check it out. We'll be there Thursday night through Sunday. Well, uh, we started a message yesterday, our revelation, prophetic word about the book of remembrance, Malachi 3.16, and how our prayers uh, are put in there. David said in Psalm 56 that his tears are put in a bottle and in a book of remembrance. and the Lord really spoke through that and said that this was a season for what the prayers, especially we've been doing the last three, four years, are now in a moment of harvest. If you listen Thursday, we're going to have a word about what that looks like in the month of Adar, or the 12th month, because it is an accelerated month. I'm going to give you a, a teaser there, a spoiler alert. God is up to something amazing this coming month, and I think our prayers will play a big role in that present, but also past prayers. You know, Jesus is our intercessor. He tells us that in Scripture, and that he told us to raise up this tabernacle of David of intercession and the majesty of worship, God's chosen intercession that we do. And you wonder sometimes, is he hearing, is it moving? And I want to encourage you, we have to have our faith that he is. So God chose that as a primary means in which he releases his power now and forever. So Jesus operated in that principle, in the ministry of intercession, when he created the earth, speaking the word of the Father. tells us that in Genesis 1, right? He releases his power now, and it's going to rule the nations forever in partnership with his people through intercession. Romans 8.34 says, Christ at the right hand of God who makes intercession for us. Hebrews 7, 25, he always, or we could say forever, lives to make intercession for them. So the mystery of intercession, the the primary principle of intercession, is simply to tell God what he tells us, to tell him, as a means of releasing his power. I think 
Uh, if I've learned anything in the intercessory movement, that is one of the profound, simple things that I've always adhered to and learned when I first started doing intercession. It's a strategy. It's brilliant. It includes all saints, ruling with him in power. It's a mystery in that it's our weakness, our simplicity, our humility that gives us access to all the promises of God. And God requires us to cooperate with him in the grace that he gives us. And this is an expression of his desire for intimate partnership with us. God will not do our part. We cannot do his part. That's a partnership, right? If we do not do our part, then God withholds some of his help and blessings that he would have given us. Well, God's greater than our, our shortcomings. Well, he is, yes, but he wants this partnership. And that's why I don't want you to be discouraged for the last, I'll say, three plus years of prayer, of intercession. I am fully confident that God has not lost those tears, that they are in the book of remembrance and they are being released now. Receive this as a now word. So what did Jesus do? He created the earth, right? Through this principle, the Father has many plans in his heart. The Father ordained that Jesus would speak out the Father's plan in intercession as a way to release the Spirit's power as seen in Genesis 1. Uh, it says there, verses 2 through 11, I'll just read parts of it. The earth was without form and void. The Spirit was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God said, let the waters be gathered together. And it was so. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass. And it was so. So Jesus is identified as the Creator who spoke and said, let there be light. And it sustains the universe today. So God who created all things through Christ Jesus. What it says in Ephesians 3, 9. So Jesus creates, he sustains, and he governs by what? His spoken word. So Jesus sustains, he upholds, and he holds it all together by his spoken word and his power that came from the Father. That is a type of intercession. So who, it says in Hebrews 1, who Jesus, talking about Jesus, upholding all things by the word of his power. In Colossians 1.17, and in him all things consist. Or in other words, I think the New American Standard says this, in him all things hold together. I want you to get this. So this is what happened when we prayed in intercession the last few years. It has released the power of Christ and it's holding everything together. As bad as it is, folks, Imagine what it would be like had we not interceded. Remember, we can't do God's part and he can't do ours. And because many of you were faithful to pray and stood on the wall, despite disappointments, it's held things together. The fact that we have not had thermonuclear war, that we've not had utter famines and destructions at levels that you can't survive, I believe is tied to the fact that we have held things together by our prayers and his agreement with those prayers. So when Jesus articulates the Father's thoughts, he functions as what we call the living word. And, and that's what we do when we speak his word. We bring living word into the earth. That's why Jesus called the word because he brings God's ideas into existence 
in the natural world by speaking. In other words, he acts and rules by speaking the word of God, right? John 1, in the beginning was the word, word was with God, and the word was God, and all things were made through him. So Jesus, and if you want to define it, is intercession. Are you okay with that? I am. I think that's wonderful. And we need to see ourselves, like right now, the book of remembrance. We have to understand he is intercession. His name is called the word of God. Revelation 19, 13 says that. So God brings us forth in blessing and power as Jesus speaks his word over our lives. And that's what we have to have our hope in right now. The sword of Jesus' mouth refers to his power being released by the commands of his mouth. So when Jesus was tempted by Satan, he what did he do? We talked about this a couple weeks ago. He used God's word like a sword to strike Satan's domain. Take the sword of the Spirit right now, which is the word of God. That's what Ephesians 6.17 says. And he said, it's written, men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Jesus said, it is written, you shall not tempt the Lord. That's what Matthew 4 tells us about. So Jesus' judgment of the nations includes his striking them with the sword of his mouth. Now, fast forward to where we are right now. We have nations that are rising against nations. Nations coming against the covenant Israel. Nations coming against, coming against us, Americans, whatever nation you're in. If you're in a God-fearing nation, most likely the enemy's trying to rise up. So by the decree of his mouth, his end-time judgments are released. And he will use the sword or the rod of his mouth or intercessory decrees to remove all resistance to his rule. The Isaiah 11, Revelation 19 tells us that. Revelation 19:15 says, out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that he would strike the nations. And in Isaiah 11, 4, it says, and he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. Okay. Um, I may not finish today. I, I, I'm so encouraged by what God is saying to us right now because he has not forgotten our prayers. He's not forgotten our intercession. When I was reading Revelation 5, 8, which I love so much, he says, when he had taken the book, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, and each one was holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. I want you to understand this. Our three years, now I'm, I'm, we could go way back past that, before that, but I, I just feel like I have a now word for the last three plus years. I want you to understand this, that it activated heaven. The, the 24 elders, the four living creatures, each one of them holding the harp and golden bowls of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. Now look, if the Lord is looking at our prayers that way, that he has activated the host of heaven to hold our prayers. Think about that. They're holding them. They're, and, and then it goes on to say in the passage there in Revelation 5, that a new song broke out. Worthy are you to take the book and, you know, and begin to sing this. It goes on and on again about um, you have made them to be a kingdom of priests and to our God and that they will reign upon the earth. So get, get this. 
the kingdom and us being kings and priests in the earth is birthed out of intercession. And that means authority, kings, priests. This is a tabernacle of David. It's, you understand how it's all a melting pot here into the beauty of God's intercession through our lives. And as we pray, we release this. And David went on and he heard the angels and the living creatures uh, and the elders and the myriads of angels and singing with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing and every created thing which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and on the sea and all things them I heard saying to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb, the blessing and honor and glory and dominion forever and ever. And the four living creatures kept saying, amen. And the elders fell down and worshiped. What elders, what four living creatures, the ones who are holding our bowls of intercession. Do you understand the string of events that happened? The, the, the cascading anointing that moved heaven to make John, to see what John saw there in the book of Revelation 5 was the intercession of the saints. I am here to encourage you today. I'm encouraging myself too that it was not in vain. 2020, I think we prayed like we never have prayed before. You did as well. Many of you think about how many Zoom calls you were on, how many uh, prayer meetings you found yourself praying and crying out to God uh, for deliverance. And I think it's interesting for us today on this day, the sixth day was the first case of COVID in America. First death uh, was recorded this day uh, in 2020. So I want to say out of death comes life. And because that death and the deaths that occurred tied to that, that wicked thing that happened, that virus, it birthed a new level of intercession. It drew the body of Christ together like I've never seen. I'm going to be honest with you. I miss some of the days of 2020 because of the, the, the reestablishment of relationships and alignments. We finally slowed down long enough to see what was important in our lives, who was important to be aligned with. So many things shifted. It's probably one of the most powerful years for the body of Christ. And I don't want to say it was wasted. We've gone back into our routines again, and we've lost some of that. But I want to get it back, and I want to say, God, thank you for in the midst of crisis, you did a great work. You brought us into a level of rest that we'd enter into your rest. And God, we are not disappointed at you. We're going to be faithful what we ask, what you ask us to do. And we're going to say what you tell us to say. And we have faith, Lord, that you will do what you said you would do. And that, Lord, now today, as we pray together, we thank you, Lord, that our prayers, our tears are in a bottle. They're in the book of remembrance. And today you're reading the book and you're releasing a new level of breakthrough. Father, forgive us for not praying what you've asked us to pray. Forgive us for losing hope. And God, I thank you right now that we have accumulation. The host of heaven is holding these bowls, the intercession of the saints. It's activating all of heaven to begin to move forward in the name of Yeshua today. Amen and amen. God bless you today. Receive this revelation. Let's keep moving forward in Jesus' name. Well, thanks for listening each and every day here on our daily podcast. Don't forget our app and our website, ChristianCentersReport.com. We also have our Olive School of Ministry, OliveSM.com. 
You can learn all about our school of ministry if you know anybody's interested. In our fall 24 session, please have them go to that website and check us out and send us a note. We'd love to reach out to them. Don't forget, your giving is so blessed, it's such a blessing to us. We thank you for doing that. You can do that on our app or you can do it on our website. Thank you for each and every one of for your time that you sow, not only in your finances, but your prayers as well. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow.